Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash westwood1. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. What's the vibe? There's some damsels in the DM. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah we see them, yeah we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them, we just leave them. Please, yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Damsel in the DMs. Hi Hello. guys. How's everybody doing? What's the haps? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can I share with you? Something that I experienced super recently that I think is kind of fun. I'm literally dying to know in a little yes, scared. Please. Well, so a friend of mine was trying to create this magical first date experience for his girlfriend. Girlfriend, not quite, but this woman that he's courting. Mm-hmm. And when we were brainstorming, I was suggesting like painting and maybe a park or a beach. And Cute. he was like, where do you went to the beach? Like, we can do it. So I'm like, all right. Then the idea came up of doing like a sip and see or like a sip and painting, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I love that. Like yeah. Drinking situation. Yeah. But he wanted a live model. Well, and he also wanted that live model to be nude because he really wanted to create a spectacular experience for his date. Okay. Something that she That's had never experienced. Yeah. Okay, continue. What what what's interesting? Well, just that he feels like to create that experience, like you need a nude model. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. But, like mean, you couldn't like paint <laughs> some plants. <laughs> That's what I I asked the same question actually, and he was just like, no, no, it has to be unique, something different, and like, so I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Be like, okay, let's run, let's run with this, and then it ended up being this thing where I posed. um, You only knew. I posed, yeah. He was just, I, well, yeah, that's you are a good friend. Yeah. Seriously, I wanted to brag into this. It was, I think it was just like, because I was so into like brainstorming. I was like, yeah, you got to do this to like make it super unique and get to that. And then he was like, wow. all right, well, how about you help out? So uh, <laughs> I have been like, you want to do what with your girlfriend? Do you want me to stand there? <laughs> it was a sensible nude, though. It was a sensible, it wasn't like complete. Like, there was this like, red scarf similar to kind of what I have on but it was just like you know just covering the goods and I was able to just like chill and drink and get drunk while they were fucking painting you painting. Okay. not painting me but like paint- well yeah painting, painting me on the you. canvas yeah and uh, she actually <laughs> is an actress and it was inter- it was a cool experience honestly it was like 
one, it was like super chill because, like, I mean, I don't know, like something about the alcohol helped like lower inhibitions. So yes. it's like, okay. The other thing was my activity during this slash what they had to paint me doing was my makeup. They walked in and like, I'm just like naked fucking doing my makeup. And like- Oh, you did just, your makeup like, part too? Yeah, okay. well, while I was in the chair. So I was just like- Oh, you were doing, doing like the makeup so that they could paint you doing your makeup? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, cool. Wow. It, it was a fun time. It, it, they, the time frame was like, all right, 4.30, I'm out. And I was like, all right, and wrapped it up and then took off. And so is, is, uh, is she his girlfriend now? Like, did it work? Yeah, what happened? I want to know. What was her reaction yeah, to it? To be determined, I'm not sure. I haven't gotten the full... Uh, well, what did she think about the painting, the new model? Yeah, new model. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. I could not... I was... Okay. So, you know, going into it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm helping a friend. This is going to be weird, but fun. It'll be memorable. It'll be a fucking story. You are there. such a person who just, like, does things for the experience, by the way. Like, <laughs> I love that. I love and respect yeah, that. Yeah, that is it's amazing. Something that often I could be better about. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, when they were coming... I heard them pause while approaching the door. So I was just like, okay. At first I was like, what's going to be my intro line? I'm like, fuck, I can't just be like, Good morning, family. Good morning, artists. <laughs> I had to like think really quick because like, I forgot about that bitch. And then she opens the door. She's the first one to walk in and she sees me and she like, she's, her mouth drops. And she's like, what? And I'm just like, hello, hello. So I like came up with this random like, how I heard you're painting. So I'm painting me and you're painting me. And it was just. Did she think thing. it was like a service that he paid for? Or did he know that, did she know that you were his friend? She had asked some questions. Some, like, she said, well, no, she asked me something. And then I pretended like I didn't know Alfredo. So then she was, she thought I was just like some random person who was in the apartment, like fucking chilling. And like, I was kind of like- Oh, this is in her apartment too. This is in, in his apartment, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was just, it was a, a funny time. But like, I mean, we both reassured like, yes, we knew each other. Like it wasn't just some like, <laughs> weird random thing where like he was hiring- Where are these person. men that um are like doing this much though to get women? Seriously. For some reason, I don't hear any of my friends talking about that. I've never had like a first date that was so- thoughtfully or cool like you know planned out out. like yeah Mine's like, let's go get sushi. Do you like sushi? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't even really like sushi. I don't even like sushi like that. I'm only just getting into sushi. Yeah. But that's like my first date. Just to be like totally revealing. Like I never liked dates. Like dates used to make me feel so weird when I was single. And like, I would yeah. feel like honestly a little bit terrified about yeah, going on them. Like sure. guys would ask me on dates and I literally would be like, how about like I come over and talk? Not yeah. even like do anything with them. Like right. I, I wasn't even like, going over from that like mindset it was yeah. literally just because I was like the paying dynamic for some reason really freaked me out like yeah are, am I gonna pay are you gonna pay are we gonna split are we gonna offer like that always oh, just like maybe like do I bring out like when do I bring out my card and yeah it's so stupid I don't know why I got hung up on that like as I'm older I can see that that was like a ridiculous thought process but when I was it's younger not because I have the same thing when I go on dates I get really nervous towards the end because I'm like how are we gonna work out this payment situation yeah like, and then also like I've, you know, like I've had like guy friends been like, I love when a girl would like, you know, like it's just respectful for a girl to pull out her card and, you know, also like she doesn't have to pay, but like just that act of doing it. So now I do, I mean, I always want to like pay for stuff, yeah but it is always awkward because then I don't want to make them feel weird. Yeah. I don't want to feel weird, but yeah, that, that's the whole part of the dates that I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, like they used to make me feel really awkward and like nervous. So yeah. I remember like when I first went on my date with Brian and like, I had been seeing him for a little bit, like, mm-hmm. like first we would just like go to the places 
like literally below USC. Like if you know USC, they're like free birds, which is like a Chipotle pretty much. Wait, they have one in um US UCB US, UCS, UCS. They're actually so good. I didn't know they have one in LA. I do close. It's still a source. I went to the Santa Barbara one. But like Blaze Pizza, because I was like so afraid with him like to actually take me out. And I'd be like, let's just like go over to like the place below my apartment. Eventually, like obviously we went on a date. And then it was fun and like I liked it and got into it. We went to um Far Farfalla in uh Los Feliz actually mm-hmm. as our first day and that place is amazing. I'm honestly really amazed by people who like are on the dating apps and like go out to dinner, like go out and get drinks with people every week. Because like one, I think it's so interesting that like you're investing time and meeting new people every week because like I don't really meet new yeah. people, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. um, especially with the pandemic. So I think that's fascinating, but I also think like creating situations like what your friend did that like make it so interesting because like there's such a thing with dating app fatigue where you get tired of like going out and doing the same thing. And even like if you are going to have a special connection, it's not always, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess, but it doesn't always come automatically when you're out to dinner, right? Yeah, like no. you could get along with somebody, but it could be situational that it's yeah. not going to work out. And I mean, if you do make it to dinner, shit, when I was on the dating apps, it's not like we would make it. <laughs> to the dinner table <laughs> so oh uh, no yeah but I get what you're saying totally yeah what you're saying. yeah I've had da- I've gone on dates before that I'm like I don't know about this person I truly just like it was a good conversation and I just don't know but then I give it I give it another shot just in case like if the guy is actually really nice and will continue to text me after I'll give it another shot and usually the second date is the best one because mm. you've gotten rid of that anxiety about meeting this person for the first time, having those small talk conversations, getting all yeah. of that out of the way. Definitely. And now you can just kind of be yourself and explore who this other person is. So I like second dates so much better than first dates, so much less pressure because you get rid of all those expectations of what that person is going to be. Yeah. And now you can just see that person for who they actually are rather than like what it could be. It's almost like doing an acting exercise. Like the first time you do it, you're so nervous. And then like, yeah. you can settle into it when you keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like with first dates, with people who are on the apps and like organizing these first dates, first of all, they all got confused when COVID was happening, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you couldn't actually go physically meet people. Right. I mean, COVID is still. But like now people are vaccinated and therefore like going out and seeing people more frequently. And I also like wonder, like, we've been inside for so long now, like readjusting to seeing people and like being social. I wonder how it's going to affect the dating world. I don't know. I truly don't know because I think, I just think people are getting lazier with their creativity Mm -hmm. and how amazing to make these dates that it's just like, why don't we just do dinner or drinks? And I don't know how it's going to change it. And I'm kind of nervous to find out. I am single and I am on those dating mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not single. So for a recent date, well, not really a date, but like a birthday celebration. How about he surprised me with a trip to go skydiving? Okay. I know, that was a really lit Instagram. How okay, wow. I was when we pulled up to the air for him and it was just like, what when did this when did you guys do this um, that's amazing i am terrified of heights it's, i think it's a new fear that's coming up and if somebody surprised me with skydiving i would pass out i would be well did i tell you that brian bribed me because before the pandemic we were supposed to go to new zealand mm-hmm. we were gonna go because he actually won a free trip through work to tahiti mm-hmm. and um like we were going to just like do it as a side trip because we were in tahiti but mm-hmm. anyway so i was really afraid to go 
It's not skydiving. Bungee jumping. Yes, mm-hmm. bungee jumping. Have I told you about this? No, but my cousin has done bungee jumping in yes. New Zealand because it's the best place for it. So I just like don't like to put myself in situations where I feel like I might die. Okay. You know, like I, I like think that I'm like somewhat adventurous. Like I like hiking and I like skiing, but things that I feel like I'm pretty confident in my ability to do them, that I'll probably be okay. Yeah. So like bungee jumping was really freaking me out. So Brian was like, okay, listen, like if we go bungee jumping, I'll buy you a go-yard bag on the real rail. And like, it was like for my Valentine's Day present, but it was like a nicer Valentine's Day present than I normally get because he was bragging me. Yeah. Thank you, God, slash not really for the pandemic that I didn't have to go bungee jumping because we couldn't go to New Zealand, but I have the bag. Oh, here are the bags, ladies. The bag of good yeah. Yes. Wow. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> wow, you got the bag. All right. But now, like, you know, when the world opens up, I am probably going to have to go bungee jumping. So. Oh, no. We can do it. That. I no, don't think don't I can. I'm just going to can. I'm, like, really locked in here. Mm. I mean, no, don't I'm... you like the idea of, like, doing something that is super challenging or super uncomfortable every once in a while? A near-death experience? <laughs> Why not? Literally Why not? every time I do an audition. <laughs> yeah, every we, day. We do that every day. Yeah. We don't need that in real life, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel pretty nervous and uncomfortable pretty much every day. So, uh, <laughs> I'm really adjusted to those feelings. Oh, rejection. You know, that's a number one. Oh, feeling, yeah. Like, right close to my heart. That's why I am I'm good at being single. <laughs> No. I can face rejections now. I don't care. Because <laughs> yeah, you get so used to it as an actor. Ghost me. Come on. What you got? That's all you got? A ghost? <laughs> come on. Make it worse. Oh so you actually want to be with me. Then I'll freaking run for the hills. Wait a minute. I want to know the opposite spectrum, though. Like, Or opposite side of the spectrum. What are some of the most like memorable, horrible dates that horrible you dates. have had that you might be willing to share? I'm trying to think um, of one as well. <laughs> I uh, made a boyfriend come to an all-time low concert with me because mm-hmm. I love all-time low. I don't even know this what is, that is. It's of a course, band of course based in would. Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I was like 14 maybe. And uh, literally my dad was there supervising the date. Oh. And uh, <laughs> it's me, the boyfriend, and my best friend on my birthday going to see all-time low. And like I had even dinner, but obviously not enough dinner and we're going to this concert and I love all time low. So I'm like at the front, like, yeah, like <laughs> screaming, like, you know, literally alternative music about how we're all emo and we're 14. Yeah. And anyway, um, I faint and <laughs> this is my birthday and oh my he carries me out of the crowd. I'm like drinking water and, you know, like trying to come back. No, 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 the boyfriend. My dad's like standing in the back, like really <laughs> watching this whole thing go on. And I think he had to give us the money to buy the water bottle also. <laughs> anyway, uh, he carries me out. I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. Like, I can go back. We go back into the concert. I'm like, ready to rage. I'm all good. I faint again. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm like, I, I Heavily faint. anemic? What's going on? Do you still faint? What is this? I'm, I know how to handle fainting better, but I used to faint all the time. I fainted oh at a fall, fall Out Boy concert also. You just get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I, faint I, all, I used to faint all the time too. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I like get carried out again, and then my dad is like, You literally have to sit in the back here, like, no more going (laughs) because like you are not doing so well. Anyway, this boy goes to this concert with me. Not a week later, do I find out that he had cheated on me and breaks up with me. Oh my god, yeah, after carrying me out of the crowd. Oh my god, wow. Yeah. What a douchebag. Not my real let me tell you. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of a, a fainting story of mine. I was on a date 
And it was with this guy who's actually really sweet and he really liked me. And I feel bad because I, I low key on like kind of go, I tried to ghost him, but it didn't work because he confronted me. And I was like, I feel bad. Like, let me just tell you why I don't want this to work. Yeah. But we went, it was in San Francisco. We went to a hookah bar and smoking hookah, I think brings it up too. It makes me super lightheaded, but not the head high. Like I get the head high, but then I also feel really nauseous. Mm. Um, and we smoked hookah and we went to a restaurant right by his apartment. Thank God. And when we were eating, I was like, I don't feel good. I was like, I have to leave. I have to leave. And I was like, no, we literally have to go up to your apartment. So we're walking. And then I don't remember anything. I wake up on his like floor. He like put me, carries me, puts me down on the floor, um, unlocks the apartment and takes care of me. Like literally takes care of me for the whole entire night. I go sit him out a few But you were, you were, he put you asleep on his floor? Well, no, no, no. He was carrying me up. He couldn't like unlock his apartment while he was carrying oh. me. So when, when he put me on the ground, I opened That's my eyes and I was like, too. what the, like, what is happening? Whoa. And then he was like, you fainted. And I was like, oh God. And he literally, he took care of me. I'm kind of surprised he wasn't like more concerned though. Like how did he know that you were like, okay enough for him to carry you to his apartment? I don't know. Are you supposed to call paramedics when people faint? Like, I, I yeah, I don't know. It sounds like you were faint, but you were out for a little bit then. If he was able I to wasn't out for that long. When I faint, it's very fast. No, me too. I'm um, kind of, what is very fast? I, I came up pretty fast. <gasps> <laughs> and then I'm out for like a little bit. But no, his apartment's really like I literally probably think I I don't remember this, but I think what happened is I passed out. I was really dizzy. I was gonna like literally like about to faint right when we get to his apartment door, like the front door of his apartment building. So he carried me up the stairs and was opening his door and then I came back up. I feel like what his reaction would have been to like let me get her like water and like see because maybe I wasn't completely out. Maybe I was still like a little lollygagging. Like woozy kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that was that was a date and plus his soul he still wanted him. to stick around and now it's like that was embarrassing. I'm gonna just go. <laughs> Is that why you ghosted him? No, like no, he was actually really annoying. He's a very annoying human being. Don't you hate when annoying people do good things? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I feel terrible. terrible. And oh my god, I, no. So I've been trying to ghost him for a while, or not ghost him, but just kind of be like peace out. And we've been like dating. We weren't uh, exclusive or anything. Like we had no conversations about it. But we've been going out for like a few months now, and I'd been trying to find a way to kind of just peace out. And every time I'd find, a, like, be like, okay, I think I'm going to do it now. He'd be like, oh, my parents are going through a divorce. Or, mm. yeah, it was like all these things that were happening to him. And I was like, I cannot, like, these are poorly so timed. I, I think you could tell by the way I was acting, I was being a little distant. Mm-hmm. But I hoping he didn't make up any of the stuff that was happening to him. But then finally, I was like, peace. Somebody couldn't have told my ex-boyfriends about all the stuff that I was going through. <laughs> Nobody gave me any slack. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna wait it out until you have nothing going on in your life. And then I'm gonna peace. And then once I ghosted, he was like, where'd you go? And I'm like, I feel so bad. Oh, I know. I said, where'd you go? Yeah, and he was like, can I ask you? Well, this was a few months later. And he, I was like, can I ask you a question? Why did you ghost me? I'm dating someone right now. And I don't think it's going very well. And I think she's about to ghost me. So I just want to know, like, why did you do it? And I felt so bad. And I was like, dude, I'm, I, I'm so sorry. Did you answer? Yeah, I did. And I actually went, I went on a hike with him. And I, you told him why? I told him why. So what did you say? You're like, you're annoying. No, I was just, I was just like, it's a, a lot of things. Like the way that you're at, like the way you act out in public is not the way you act in person. Like he tries too hard, especially in public. He tries way too hard. He comes from money, but he likes to show that he comes from money. And I don't like that. Like on his Snapchat, he posted like wads of cash and like, oh, oh, oh. and I literally no. messaged him being like, what the heck? Like, this is not cute. This is like, oh, 
Yeah. And he was like, oh my God, like I was drunk. That's not me. I promise. And I'm like, no, but it kind of is you. Yeah. Like, you're very confused on who you are. Because when we're out in public, he wants to like, whatever, shows off his feathers. Mm. And whatever. I don't know what the peacock. Yeah, peacock. Peacock. He peacocks yeah. when we're out. And then like, in, like when we're just together, like the two of us in his apartment, he's actually really like just super cool and chill. But what I, I do what appreciate I- about him is that he's self-reflective. Yeah, a lot of people will like put the blame on other people when mm. relationships aren't going well for them. Like, there's so many people who will be like, "Oh, like, why are all men terrible?" And like, I do think men are mostly terrible, except for you. Thank you. But and um, Brian and Brian, sorry, Brian too. <laughs> and um, I got you, Brian. <laughs> and Ernie, my God. But I do think that there's like also a lot of work we have to do too to be like, okay, like when all of these relationships aren't working out, what's the deal? Yeah, and you definitely see that way more from women than you do from men. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that this man was at least willing to be self-reflective. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, he, he didn't take hints very well. And I actually saw him in Chicago a couple of years later. And it was kind of like a stalkery type situation. Oh, he was no. like, I'm in Chicago. And I was living in Chicago after SF. He was like, why don't you come out and meet my friends? And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, just as friends, like, you know, like there's nothing going on between us. And he really tried so hard to like hook up with me. And um, he introduced me to his friends. And they're like, we've heard so much about you. Like, yeah. you? like they thought we were dating. Oh. Like he literally was telling them like, like, this is my girlfriend like coming to see us. What? Yeah, he didn't exactly say that, but they thought we were dating. Like that, my his girl is coming to meet, not that just like a friend. So uncomfortable. And I, yes. I, I felt no. so uncomfortable and so like, like, like stalked that I was like, I just, I'm gonna go home. Like, yeah, for sure. And then he like kept hitting me up, and I'm like, stop texting me. Like I feel really weird right now. So did yeah, he stop? yeah. Eventually he stopped. I might have blocked his number or blocked him on Instagram, but it stopped, obviously. But yeah. It had to. I've had a lot of stalkery situations and I think we should talk about it in one of the uh, next podcasts. Next episode. Stalker Stalkers starting off. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. We should do stalkers so because totally... like I think we might all have stories about weird people that would stalker have... tendencies. The first time I ever went on Hinge or Bumble, one of those dating apps, it was in like 2016. Um, it was my first time on a dating app and I was living in San Francisco after graduation and I actually was dating someone all throughout college. So this was my first date with someone like outside of my college relationship. And I get to the date and he does not look anything like his picture to the point where I thought the wrong person came to my table to sit with me oh my God. Oh my God, and, and drink wine with me. And I was like, I texted my cousin and I've never done this before. And I hear a lot of people being like, okay, text me with it. If you need me to yeah. call you for an emergency, I did that. And I used the emergency to get out. And it was, it was just the scariest thing. Yeah. I'm like also 22 at that time. Like you're very young in a city that I just moved to. Yeah. Catfish. That's another thing that I think like dating apps, it's amazing how it's like become so ingrained in our culture that like you go out and see somebody that you've never met before. Yeah. That, like you don't know anybody that they know and like it's normal to just go meet a complete like that. stranger i remember one time i was in new york and she smiles like, i know <laughs> i'm literally my face my heart just did butterflies when he said new york and, like, it was wild it was wild so like i think i was there for it was like pride it was like somewhere on gay street and we were at this bar and we had like closed the place out and then we ended up meeting up with like just people that were hanging out and this was already like four o'clock in the morning on the way to like sun rising in the east. So we as a group went toward the docks or to the piers and started like just, you know, just chilling. And it was really cute, actually. It was really pretty. Then we all kind of like went toward the same direction. We were like walking toward the city again. But there was like, there were these two guys that like were right in front of me. 
And then we ended up like, you know, just engaging in conversation. So then we ended up migrating toward their apartment. I don't know. It was like definitely pre-threesome vibes. Mm. So we get there. But at the time, the friend that I was staying with had told me about this weird paranoia that she had developed while she was living in New York by herself, where on these dates that she would go, she would have this routine that was like perfectly timed where she could go into a person's restroom and look through the medicine cabinet, look through all the drawers within a, like a finite amount of time. Wow. Just to make sure that they weren't like serial killers. Or how do you identify? What's the... Yeah, well, how, how would we know if they were the gun? I, I think like she, what pills? What, what prescription? Yeah. I don't know. Th- this was just we what need she... We need to know. Just just so we know. This was what she had uh, expressed to was her like funny thing. Or her, whether it was true or not, it, was, it sounded like... Sorry, that infected my brain this day where I ended up going to yeah. the apartment. So while like things are kind of like slowly heating up it was also kind of creepy and weird it was just like slow touches slow like pecs that turned into weird because it was just a strange vibe what was kind of like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> I, know, I, was slow touch. Oh, I was like what am i doing now with my face yeah i, I was just like i remember what my friend said so i'm just like oh my god what if, what if i need to be careful yeah so you know i go to the restroom i didn't check everything but i'm just like i need to get the fuck out of here how do, I, how, do I, how, do I, how do i make a smooth exit i mean i tried but i was like it was it was like a studio apartment. So oh, every they could noise, hear. yeah, every single noise, it's totally audible. But yeah, I ended up going back to the bed, and I was just so stiff, and I was just like, I just felt so strange. So, go. so what did you say? Don't leave. This was so many years ago. I don't remember what I said, but it was definitely like, all right, I'm just gonna. It, it was one of the I'm most awkward situations that I've had. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Time for me to leave. But on a positive note, I did see a donut shop on the way out down the street from where it was. So oh, good treat. It kind and of like helps to rejuvenate like that whole experience. Which a nice little. That's great. Thank you for tying that in a bow. Just like you tied this in a bow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And that uh, being said, people, send us your letters. We want to know your problems, your achievements, what you'd want to hear read on the podcast. Your discuss. goals, your aspirations. Tell us about you, if you even if you just introduce yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, I mostly want to hear the tea, but yeah, like, no, we do want some juicy tea. Your horrible first dates or dating experiences. Um, yeah, yeah. All and of it. We are on at damsels in the DM, so shoot us your DMs, and we're excited to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Until next time, it's going down the DMs. Bye. Bye. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.